tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hey everyone, tennis.com podcast. I am Ed McGrogan here in New York talking with Steve Tigner out in Indian Wells. Um, we apologize for yesterday's audio. I know there was some, uh, it was a little, little much to bear at some time. Today sounds a lot better. I, I just hear a hedge trimmer in the background and not, um, not your fellow journalist right next to you. So, Steve. Uh, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting towards silence. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it was a you know, very long day at any moment yesterday. If you follow the tournament, you know, on Tennis Channel, um, extremely long day on Stadium One. Didn't get done till I think almost probably two in the more you know two in the morning out there. Maybe um, it was you know just an incredibly um, telling day of matches though too. Um, but before we get to a little of those, I just wanted to get to one match that's going to happen tonight that we didn't get to discussing yesterday. It was It's Roger Federer and Milos Raonic. It's clearly the marquee match of the day. Um, Federer, I know it's been talked about that he either may have uh, illness or there was, I know, I know discussion of like an like a ankle injury or something of that nature, but and he gets Raonic. So I really don't know, you know what to make of that Federer ailments if anything he did look pretty good in his first match and you have Raonic who has really been a, you know a nice start to this year so what do you see in that match tonight uh yeah Federer was at least in his press conference after his first match was pretty flushed he sounded like he had a cold um obviously there's been this virus going around but he doesn't have it but I think some people within his group have had it um there was also talk about an injury that he'd that he'd hurt himself during an early practice here, but he kind of um, he kind of blew that off in the press conference. And said that that really wasn't a factor, and and you know he cruised in his first round, so so there's no reason to think that that's going to affect him, you know, too much tonight. Raonic uh, had some struggles in his first round, uh, but he, um, you know, this he will of course pose a problem simply because of his serve. The one thing that Federer can can you know fall back on is he's he's always been good at diffusing the players who are mainly based around their serve. It'll also be played at night, which is makes the ball slow down a little bit. It gets a lot cooler here at night. And, you know, it's also a, you know, it's a marquee match for, for Raonic, one of his first. He didn't perform too well in that situation in Australia when he played Leighton Hewitt. It, it looked like it got to him a little bit, and obviously this is you know, an even more, an even bigger opponent. Um, so I would say Federer you know, you have to pick Federer in this, but um, it's definitely the match of the tournament so far. Yeah, I think so on the men's side, yeah. Um, one thing that we did get to yesterday was talking about two young American women who've had really nice events, Christina McHale and Jamie Hampton. They're both playing today, um, as is the rest of the women's draw. We're going to get to that shortly. For the men, it's also... Um, Partially a youth movement of the Americans. Ryan Harrison, he's into the fourth round. He was that match that uh, went on into the wee hours. He also had John Isner, not exactly a young player, but you know, still to many as kind of a new face, really. And really, this could be at the tournament um, that that I think a lot of people may see him as emerging from. Um, he kind of has a really good path to the semifinals, actually, with the way the draws are shaken out. And one reason for that is because Marty Fish is gone. He lost yesterday to Matt Abden. Um, I know you were at his presser, and I know there was a lot of discussion about a particular point in that match. It really ties back to the 
um, hindrance rule. So it, it kind of kind of affected that. If you want to just discuss what happened with Fish, maybe just thoughts on him and really how this is shaping out for Isner in particular. Uh, yeah, Fish was in the second set serving in the second set for all, and he hit a um, he hit a shot that it looked like it was going to be a winner. Ebden was running towards it, but it didn't look like he was going to get to it. And Fish did the, you know, sort of the Serena thing from last year. He said, come on, um, before the ball bounced a second time. So the umpire went strictly by the rule, which was Fish loses that point. Fish thought that it should be a, that should be a let because Ebden wasn't going to get to the ball. Uh, but the, the ump stuck with the rule, and that is the rule. You lose the point when you do that. And then Fish went on from there in his press conference to really talk about his year in general. He sort of he sort of apologized for for how he had acted and how he'd let it get to him because that was a break that that led to him getting broken and losing losing the match. But Fish went on from there to say that he's been in a lull this year. Um, you know he he's he he didn't have any break from last year. He's having trouble getting motivated after a good year last year. And he um you know, over the over the off season, he he talked to some people about about his mental game, some some mental coaches, and he hadn't really you know he hadn't really figured out that part of his game. He felt like he he still needed to to work on that. So it was a you know it was a pretty honest, somewhat soul searching uh, press conference from a, from a player who just lost. And and yes, to go on from there, John Isner. That opens up you know the whole draw is really opened up for Isner. First, Andy Murray lost. Now Fish. Um, you have to, Isner looked pretty strong in his win against Monaco yesterday, so this is looking like kind of a breakout, possible breakout event for him. He's never been to this, been to the semis here, and you know that would work as a as a nice follow up to his win over Federer and Davis Cup. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, Isner reached the semis in the Paris Masters last year. This, I think, would even, um, I think, in most people's eyes, would would top that. That was a really a fast court, um, and this is more of a slower court. But Isner, really, we've seen as kind of developed as sort of an all-court player, despite his very serve-heavy game that you'd expect to do well on fast surfaces. So, um, you know, we'll see what that takes him. He really could be facing Novak Djokovic in a couple days, the way it's looking. So, um, and and onto the women's side now as I said all of the fourth round matches are being played today um, on the women's side the only significant upset would be um, Petra Kvitova who lost to Mikhail Stozer also lost yesterday that that's pretty you know against Petrova that is certainly an upset as well but nothing that people I think would you know go crazy over is happening but just in general, what you've seen from the women so far, what uh, you know, who who does look good, and, and maybe just some thoughts about how this all might shake out in a couple days' time. Yeah, I think as you know, you look at Azarenka. She plays early today against Garrigas. She um, had a scare in her first round, but then you know, put it together pretty well in her second match. That's the type of situation where you, when you, it looks like it could happen where where a player escapes a loss and then you know becomes kind of bulletproof from there. Um, you know, feels like feels like they got out of something, and then they can they're sort of playing on extra time. So we'll see if that works out for her. Um, Carolyn Wozniak had a long match last night against Sofia Arvinson and went three sets. Um, she comes back right away tonight against Annie Ivanovic, who also uh, won a long match last night. So, you know, I think I like Wozniaki in that this court this court is good for her. This this slow court, she doesn't really have to come out of her out of her kind of baseline grinding mode to win on this court. She, she won this tournament last year. 
So I sort of, I, I kind of like Azarenka and Wozniacki still to get to the final. Um, but probably most interesting, at least from an American standpoint today, is Christina McHale. Can she follow up her win over Kvitova against Angelique Kerber? Who's also not a not an easy opponent for her. Another big hitter, strong player. Um, so McHale, in the past, has had big wins and then come back with some pretty disappointing losses. We'll see if she can you know, do a little more this time. Okay. All right. Good stuff. And uh, Steve will be out there at Indian Wells Tennis Garden today. Um, covering the matches, so please check on tennis.com for more of his reports, along with you know other racket reactions and content from our from our writers here. So we'll talk with Steve later in the week in another podcast. Until then, I'm Ed McGrogan. Thanks for listening. You've been enjoying tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to tennis.com. 